0: Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Spiritual Boss Babe podcast, or welcome if it is your first time listening. In today's episode, I have my good friend, Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy, on the show, and I'm so excited for you to dive in because Kevin shares so much about love, intimacy, relationships, and so much more. Kevin's actually someone I've been friends with for years now. We've been on the entrepreneurial journey for a hot minute, and I just love – everything that he is all about everything that he shares it's been so beautiful witnessing his own personal evolution and journey and it's incredibly inspiring to see what he's doing in the world and it's just phenomenal so i'm excited for you to dive in i also i had kevin on the show a while back Um, i'm going to link that episode in the show notes for you as well to check out and get all, soak up all the magic. So, Kevin has actually facilitated healing, embodiment, and activation spaces for over a decade. His extensive research and expertise of the somatic body combined with trauma-informed healing makes transformation safe, fun, and potent. Kevin specializes in helping others fall in love with themselves, integrate lasting inner peace, and create harmonious, intimate relationships. And we dive into all of that and so much more in today's episode, like some real golden nuggets in here. And I'm not just saying that like we go deep. (laughs) So listen in, take notes if you feel called, if you're able to, and also make sure that you check out the show notes so that you know where to connect with Kevin after this. He also has a really powerful retreat coming up in the beginning of April and often does things like that. So Check out the show notes so that you can stay in the loop and connect with him with all of that if you resonate with everything that's shared in this episode. And tag us when you listen on Instagram. You can tag me at the spiritual boss babe. You can find Kevin at the dot Guy. And if you are loving the podcast, getting a lot out of it, it would mean so much to me if you could take a second and leave some love by leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening. That always makes my heart smile so much. So without further ado, let's welcome Kevin onto the show. Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world, and it's time. So let's do this. Hello, Kevin. I'm so excited to have you on the was podcast a... again. Thank you so much well, for being here.
1: Thank you. It was the, f- the first time was like, what, years ago? Gotta I think it known.
0: was like a couple years ago. Yeah. It feels like yesterday, though, at the same time. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am excited for you to come on. You are so great at supporting people with opening their heart and developing more intimacy with themselves and other people. And I think mm-hmm. this is... Such an important topic. Mm-hmm. Um like I said right before we recorded, I feel like there's a lot of successful entrepreneurial women out there who want to deepen their connections that they already have in relationship and also call in their person. And I mm-hmm. feel like this relates in a way to their business success and everything too. I'm curious if you've noticed that link.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, it's an interesting one because, uh, an interesting conversation and I'll just speak for, uh, people in general, but when you're hyper focused on success and getting ahead, um, what got you the success won't keep the success or another way to put that is, um, A certain level of success that you have, when you're ready to now add intimacy to the equation, you have to learn to shift gears or change where you're coming from and adapt a little bit because you're at a different level of success in your business or in your life. um, It requires a different version of you. And I think a lot of people, woman or not, who get super successful, I was actually reflecting on this a a few minutes ago before we jumped on. I was like, what gets you success is a different skill set than what keeps it, and the same can be true for a partner. What how to manifest a person and how to then keep that relationship, those are two completely different skill sets, mm. uh, and come from a different energy that's needed to bring to the table. And so, I think it's really important to know what season you're in and things of that nature. Um, and we, let's talk about overall success. Cause I think we're mainly talking monetary success. Like you got a successful business, like, mm. yeah, it's making me money or it's profitable and I'm making an impact on the world and I'm doing my thing. Right. It feels great. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine earlier. We were talking about how, yeah. And when you add an intimate relationship to that equation, it's like the health of that relationship uh, amplifies your success and it gets to happen easier. And it's almost like you become more successful, not just financially, but also now you're fulfilled
0: Mm. because
1: who wants to build it all and be on a pile of cash alone? Like, yeah, it it may have, it might've been beneficial at a certain point in your life. And then you just want to see to like, what degree then do you want to Shift gears a little bit and call in a partner, and so that's a lot of the work that I help people with is when they're in that season of like, okay, now I'm ready to call in somebody. I've done all this stuff, work on myself, like I've got, I've quote unquote got it all. I'm successful, or and I'm or I'm really advanced in this thing, and it can come off as intimidating to people. What do I do then? Right, and so there's there's a lot. Of layers to this, and we could take this conversation in a million different directions. But uh, fundamentally, it's what got you here won't get you there. And you need to shift where you're coming from. You need to sh- an energetic shift a little bit to, especially with dealing with intimacy, calling in a, p- a person and calling it a partner, because your success could be a mask for some trauma that you have. Mm. It could be a response to, wanting to be enough, right? And so then calling an intimate partner, they're going to pull out those insecurities and those triggers. Just naturally being intimate with another person is going to be a space where you face more of yourself. And Mm -hmm. so bring that boss babe energy that you've got in your business and just flip it internally. The Mm. same hustle, the same drive that you have to build the things and the vision that you have and serve people, can you also go there inside of yourself dealing with your own insecurities or your own fears when it comes to intimacy? And can you have that same level of courage that's needed to birth a business into the world to also say, yeah, I've got this, these fears and these insecurities within an intimate relationship? Because it's different just making a post on social media. Yeah. It's completely different, you know, for from a business standpoint. And I get it because I'm in the same industry, but can you go there with another person and allow that other person to see you in the ways that you um, hide from yourself Mm. and love it?
0: What are some ways that you, maybe you've done that or you've supported other people in getting more intimate with themselves so that they're able to be seen more by people that they want to connect with. Cause uh, I know that definitely can be, a challenge but it's really like the work for sure
1: yeah um there's a there's a few things there's like the inner work and there's the outer work so let me talk about that the inner work is who do you need to forgive what do you need to let go of you know can you accept where you're at even if you're not perfect and even the insecurities without trying to fix yourself um and that's really where you come from. And then there's the outer work, which is when you are now calling in a partner or somebody's interested in you and things of that nature. Like, what's your lens of relationship? And that's largely influenced by your environment growing up and also your history and your love life. You know, and if you, if it's been not healthy, your body is chemically addicted to all those chemicals that get released when you're in an, uh, a dangerous quote unquote situation, you're not, your needs aren't being met. You're not being heard. You're treated poorly, all the things, and you can go into default mode on all of that. Um, and so have you given yourself the lens of, I'm looking for something new, wait a second, this, that, that wasn't this crazy, insane spark, mm-hmm. but this feels different. And that can be a, a, differentiator of like, Oh wait, this could actually be something that's healthy because if Mm. all I know is unhealthy and I'm looking for healthy, for example, then different is your biggest green flag. Mm. And, um, and then also your, your energy that you're coming from, and I'll speak uh, just a little bit on the masculine feminine dynamic here for a second. But if you're hustling in your business, really in your masculine energy, can you also balance your feminine and give him an invitation to pursue you can you allow yourself to be led can you allow yourself to be pursued or do you does you like are you initiating it all and then being resentful because he's not showing up mm. well yeah you're you're initiating it all right and so can you empower him in that too and that's really there's a different inner dynamic too and this is like the inner work stuff of you're independent when you're single yeah and then you meet somebody and you get into a partnership and then all of a sudden it's like somehow unconsciously we think that we'll still have that same level of freedom now just with somebody who loves us and Mm -hmm. it's going to be amazing and instead it's like well now you're also responsible and somewhat accountable for somebody else's emotions feelings like your actions impact them as well and so it's now a joint venture Mm -hmm. and that's a completely different ball game as I was talking about earlier. And so you also have to give up that, some of that independence, what got you here won't get you there. Right? So if you want that intimacy and closeness and to co-create with somebody, it requires another level of evolution. And and internally, it might feel like the same thing that happened when you shifted in your business and was like, screw it. I'm going all in. That same frequency of a shift is going to happen just at a different level when it comes to bringing another person in mm-hmm. to your space and into your spirit, even though you want it so bad, all of your fears and all of your insecurities and all of the trauma and stuff that happened from past relationships is going to roar its head and go, we need to protect yourself. Like you need to protect you.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and facing that is really the, the ball game.
0: Yeah. And when it when things come up, like in order to, I mean, I've definitely I've definitely dealt with some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But when things come up, like in order to protect you from getting hurt or from being rejected or whatever, um, what are some ways that can play out? I know you mentioned you wanted to talk a little bit about self sabotage in general, yeah. but I feel like this is a good segue into how that can play out in. Cool relationships and and intimacy as well, because uh, that protective mechanism often does cause us to sabotage in ways that we're not always aware of.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah, totally. It could be, you know what? I need a man who does this and you're not there. Or like finding the flaws. Yeah. You're you're stacking flaws. You're looking at all their flaws instead of how great the whole thing is um you hold them to a standard that's seemingly impossible you don't give them patience you they do one little thing wrong and then oh, nope oh you're not the right person for me and da, da, da. like there's no working with it it's mm-hmm. just kind of like a one and done thing everything's great sunshine and rainbows and all of a sudden one little misstep or one little fuck up and it happens we're human but there's like falls up. Boom. Nope. And then you're going to, you're going to protect yourself and say, they're not for me. Right? So the work is in, where do you do that internally? When you fuck up, what's your inner dialogue? When you misstep, what's your inner dialogue? And if you can find that more harmony internally, you can meet somebody else with patience. But if you don't have any patience for you, it's going to be really hard to meet somebody else in patience, Mm -hmm. in, in the collaboration, in the work. Right? So uh, it, looking inner inwards first at your parts. From a nervous system standpoint, it's clearing out what's causing that wall up in the first place. What was the wound, the trauma of the past, and can you find some completion and healing with that? Maybe you need to say some things that were never said, or your body needs to emote something that was never emoted and it's still living inside of your body creating insecurities and and anxiety and anxious attachment styles and people pleasing behaviors or running, run, running away or fighting or whatever it is, however you, you react when you're triggered, um, those triggers are like remnants of the thing that happened in the past living inside of our body. And if we don't complete those cycles emotionally and actually give your body an opportunity to process it, not mentally process it, but physically kind of complete what you never said or did or whatever in that process, you take your power back. And from a nervous system place, you're more regulated and resilient in your nervous system. So things don't trigger you as easy. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was another thing, one more thing too of like, um, yeah, yeah, you could, you could place crazy demands on somebody. You could run when things get tough. Can that the work really on an outer work, Perspective is, can you stay in it and be even more vulnerable and make it about you owning your insecurities or you doing the hard thing and staying when you want to run Mm. or you leaning in and having that tough conversation, like make it out your inner. Yeah.
0: Like I realize, do you mind if I share?
1: No, please. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like, I realized that I, um, there was a situation I was in before where I realized, like, I was getting upset and feeling a little insecure and um, desiring things that I wasn't experiencing or receiving. And um, initially, it really upset me. I was like, oh, this must be, you know, a mismatch, blah, 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 you know. And I, you know, it was all in my emotions Uh, making it mean something like that they were doing wrong. And I eventually was like, you know what? I'm just going to take ownership of how I'm feeling right now. This is what I'm feeling Um, and just express that and asked for what I desired because what I really desired was more connection. And I felt Mm -hmm. like I wasn't getting that connection. And uh, so, yeah, I expressed it and i was like oh well that's really all i had to do and
1: yeah yeah but sometimes your brain can jump to like the ultimatum of like oh there's not a match (laughs) because it's not happening well it's like have you even expressed your needs or your desires Mm -hmm. right that's really important
0: yeah even in friendships like i've had um situations with friends where i felt a certain way like my feelings were hurt um for Mm -hmm. whatever reason and I, you know, went into all these stories, blah, 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 and again decided, you know, let me just express myself and how I'm feeling and what caused me to feel like this and take ownership of my side. And every time, like, I've ever expressed myself, even though it was really hard for me in those mm-hmm. times because it's been a big lesson, um, I, I just immediately felt better just from speaking my truth. Like, I didn't – It's oftentimes, I didn't even need anything other than to be heard, so – yeah. There's that. That's very true. <laughs>
1: so yeah, the, the work looks like that. Can you stay in it and do the hard thing for you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And make it about your own personal growth and your personal transformation. And it'll be much easier. You'll still require a lot of courage, but it'll be much easier to uh, bring it to that person versus if you're trying to keep it a certain way and like not let them leave and please Mm -hmm. them. If it's all the attention's all on them, it's it. yeah. It kind of loses that uh, opportunity for growth really.
0: Mm -hmm. What are some intimacy building things that you help your clients with?
1: We really focus on inner intimacy Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: you can't meet somebody else where you haven't gone internally. So it's like, what parts of you are you not intimate with? You're in what in, going there within your insecurities, with your fears, with the wounds from the past, and the, the things you don't want to look at that happened either in in childhood or with exes specifically. Um, can we revisit that and not have it be charged emotionally or physically mm-hmm. in your body at all? Maybe you you're, you've forgotten about it or you've let go mentally, moved on mentally, but has your body moved on? Or are you carrying baggage from past stuff? into your current love life that's going to be like we go into a trance um john bradshaw is a guy who wrote the book called um healing the shame that binds you there's another one called creating love and in it he talks about how when we get triggered by past relational stuff you literally go into a hypnotic trance just like somebody's inducting you in hypnosis and you start enacting a past scenario in the present. So you'll Mm. talk to your spouse now or your partner now as if they were the person that hurt you because something similar poked that thing in you that wasn't healed. Mm. So a lot of the work that I guide people in is, is creating the healing from those parts so that it doesn't get in the way and muddy reality of, of, oh, wait, I'm in a different situation with a different person. Mm -hmm. Uh, right. And then, but, but on that, it's having Difficult conversations and being, and just like you were saying, like, look, this is how I feel. Uh, And the more that you can just own, this is how I feel and let it be heard and expressed in a safe container. Like if that'll build intimacy quick. And that's something that even my partner and I have been doing more recently of just being way more on it of like, Hey, I'm scared of this versus letting it go over in our heads over and over again and creating this story. That's so far (laughs) from the truth, bring it up when it's small. So we can, you know, have a reflection of like, oh, that's stupid. And like, no, not at all. Or, hey, okay, let's set an agreement on that so that you don't feel that way again. Like, what can I do to also support you in that? And I mm-hmm. think that's where, again, we lose our hyper independence when we're single, because you're getting into a relationship with somebody else's trauma and somebody else's hurt parts and their best parts. You get all of it. And I think- mm-hmm like we need to, we need to recognize that in that, um, it is also somewhat your responsibility to regulate their nervous system when they're dysregulated. And if you are the one that's drowning in your own triggers, it's very hard to support somebody else in theirs.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. So that's why I do a lot of inner intimacy work so that you can be that, be the one to not be triggered as much. So then it can become a mutual game and you can help support each other at different seasons or different times.
0: Mhm.
1: Does that make sense?
0: It does. Um I guess do you work with couples a lot too or or do you do. support people in supporting their partner with the same mm. because I imagine that sure one person doing that for themselves is a great has a great impact on the mm. level that they're able to connect and also I'm sure it could be really helpful if both people were like aware of their own stuff, their own triggers and kind of come together to work on it.
1: Yeah. I, I've worked in the, in the past, I've worked mainly with singles, like a, one person that's coupled,
0: mm-hmm. right? So not yeah. a single,
1: like, yes, singles too looking to call in somebody, mm-hmm. but um, usually it's one person in a relationship. They're looking to change things and their partners were willing to work, but they're like, yeah, like you can do that. They, they say yes, do the worker. Yeah. You can hire Kevin. And, there's a saying by Esther Perel she's a world now renowned relationship coach that it takes two to create a pattern, but one to change it. Mm. And I really bank on that because it's, and I've seen it over and over again of people completely shifting their relationship because one person changes their inner dynamic and quantum physically you're entangled mm. because you're coupled. And so one person shifts their energy. It's going to have a shift in the other person's energy um, and the energy of the relationship. It's the dynamics inevitably going to change. And so- um, yes, that can, that's a large part of what I do. And I absolutely love it when both people are in and they're like, let's work on this together. I go, that's a more extensive process. Cause I'm, I work one-on-one with them individually. And then also on top of that a couple sessions where they're both there and we mm-hmm. can then talk about each other's process or create agreements and create, um, new perspectives and rules and things of that nature of, of how to move forward in their relationship, yeah. uh, which is really fun for me. I, I love that part, but um, yeah, it, it can work either way.
0: Yeah. I love what you said before. Then I kind of want to bring it back to that, the whole okay. quantum physics thing. Like when you shift yeah. your energy and your own inner world, it shifts the dynamic of the relationship. Can you go into that a little bit more? Um, yeah because I feel like there's a lot within that, that can relate to probably many areas of life, but also, Mm um, yeah, I would love to hear more of your take on that. And Mm -hmm. if it's a combination of that and having conversations or like what it looks like when people have done that, that you've worked with and say, have seen a drastic change.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could, you'll definitely see a change and because you shift energetically, quantum, physically, your frequency is going to change. It will then be easier to have the difficult conversations and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that stuff is still needed. We don't want to deny that we're also in the third dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have those human conversations with your partner so, to help them understand things. And at the same time, you know, I've even experienced personal when I have personal shifts in my inner world. Okay. I start, I, I'm shaming myself for something or I'm beating myself up. And then all of a sudden I have this harmonious process with myself. I come to terms with things I start talking to myself nicer. I'll notice that the thing that summer, my, my girlfriend was bickering about all of a sudden goes away and she's way more compassionate about it. And I'm like, Whoa, mm. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I went there first internally and then she changed how she was relating to that part of me. Also, mm. I didn't say shit. She's also experienced something similar too. She'll like, she does this thing where she's told me she does this, especially with her cat where she'll like send her cat energy and her cat will then come to her. Right. Mm. So this can happen with anything that we're in any living being that we're in relationship with. You've probably had it where you think of somebody and then they they're calling you or that type of dynamic. Right. So that stuff is real. And I just hope that people can see that the relationship is the biggest dojo for spiritual development and, if you can see that as the best ceremony that you can enter and see that it is a reflection of, so you get to see yourself and how you're showing up and just make it about your inner world. And so you can show up better for your partner and manifest the relationship that you actually want to hold and keep because it's a different ball game, mm-hmm. uh, like growth. And, and it's inevitable that you'll stay, the commitment will stay, you'll grow into a healthy relationship and you're closer to the truth, your truth, their truth, the truth of the relationship. And um, that's where you kind of have to let go of making it work with them Mm -hmm. and say, you know, well, what's the truth? Is this still conducive to our, our health, our happiness? And, you know, for the couples that I I have a podcast, I interview couples who've been together for decades and they're still like passionately in love. It's really awesome. And I've learned a shit ton. One of the things that I've learned is that if, if both Individuals value growth. It almost always works, and mm-hmm. you can work through anything. If you value growth, then you kind of you eat your shit whenever it's time for you to eat your shit because we're yeah. human and we're gonna fuck up, you know. And uh you grow through that together. Versus one person like, come on, let's grow, let's, let's yeah. do it. And the other person's like, maybe says they want to grow, but they're still stuck in their ways or. Yeah. You know, that type of thing.
0: I've definitely been in situations like that too. And I kind of reached this conclusion where I, I say you either grow together or you grow apart.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I I would agree with that. And again, the, the, to touch on the quantum physics thing again, the inner frequency, especially if you're looking to call in a partner, like everybody write a list of what you're looking that for. thats my partner.
0: next question. <laughs>
1: okay. So write a list. And then I bet you haven't done this part. You're going to talk about what the relationship feels like mm-hmm. and what it feels like for you to show up. How do you spend your time together? Go into detail, man. Like what, what are their views on raising kids? What are their views on relationships? Or on a, uh, yeah, actually relationships, but also finances, travel, like big life things. What are their, what's their vision? What are their values? Um, Like, go into it, not just like, oh, like a person that looks like this and there's this height, Mm -hmm. like, so surface. Go deep if you're looking for depth. What does the relationship sound like, feel like, taste like, look like, all the things? Go into your sensed experience of life as well. And um, dare I say, be realistic with it. Mm -hmm. So don't paint this picture of Jesus (laughs) that (laughs) has never sinned or whatever. Like, what happens when? they fuck up. How do they approach it? When you mm. fuck up, how do you approach it? Like, like, prepare for that type of stuff as well. What? Mm-hmm. How is that dynamic played out? Get clear on it all. And then you're going to ask yourself, well, who do I need to become in order to manifest this person and who do I need to become in order to keep this caliber of a person? Mm. And that's kind of the eye-opening part of this exercise where you'll mm-hmm. see gaps of where you're asking for a different frequency and you're not there. Mm. and that then becomes the inner that's the roadmap for you doing the work to match that person
0: yeah i hope people listening are writing this down if they can because yeah. that is literal fucking gold right there literally like so many people yeah. you're right focus on surface level shit like i want them to look like <clears throat> this and blah 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 and, da, 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 da. and what you said about getting clear about how you want the relationship to feel how you will show up in it how they will show <clears throat> up in it And Mm -hmm. I've done this and I have realized my blind spots of, oh shit, like I want them to show up in this way. And I still struggle to blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, it does show you where there's growth and it's not always easy to move through that or to shift your frequency around that. But Mm -hmm. that's the thing with growth. It's not always easy. And, In order to step into a new identity also Mm. requires you to stretch out of the old one and do something different and uh, uncomfortable at times. But with that, you're also setting yourself free in a lot of ways. You're not chained to your limitations or fears or whatever. And if it's not Mm. the right person, if they don't respond well to certain shifts you do make, then okay, it's not uh, the match for you, you know?
1: Yeah. And you can, you can do that exercise that I just shared even if you're in a relationship,
0: mm. create
1: the ideal and like that's you're going to want that, you know, and uh, maybe have your partner create their ideal too, and then come together and like review it. Like what's the vision that you are moving towards together. That's really important. And mm. um, even if they're not on board, it'll still be helpful for you to have a North star if, of what you're guiding towards. And again, just ownership back on you and go, cool, I'm going to work on growing from this right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to work on where I'm coming from. And if I can be less tempered with them and more patient with them, and am I a loving space for them to be vulnerable, or I'm just asking for them to be vulnerable from a very agitated place, they're not going to feel safe to be vulnerable. And I'll just speak from in a man, woman dynamic. Most men uh, have trouble with that. Vulnerable. uh, and mo- and there's an ask from a lot of women of open up to me. I want to feel close to you. Can be vulnerable with me. I mean, that even happened in the early days of my relationship, and uh, I was so unaware. And I'm like, I'm like, this is the work that I do for people. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? I'm not being vulnerable with you. Like, I was a like, huge question mark. Like, what am I not sharing? And then slowly, it started becoming more obvious to me as I was being being more vulnerable and just sharing what is instead of trying to get it all right. And I had my big fear and the thing that I needed to shift to be vulnerable was that I was scared of fucking it up. So I was scared of having the wrong answer, doing the wrong thing. So guess what? I wasn't leading and mm-hmm. I wasn't being vulnerable because I was scared that I that, that was gonna fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So I got I healed what happened and what created that inner fear in mine. And then guess what? I started showing up. I started leading and I started being way more vulnerable.
0: Yeah. When she felt
1: the charge.
0: That makes sense. When she came to you with that, I guess request mm. or saying mm. that she wanted you to be more vulnerable, what did that bring up into you? In you, and did that support you? did Did that support you in highlighting like what you needed to work on, or was it like?
1: Eventually, yes. In the beginning, I was like, um, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I, I feel like I'm being vulnerable." Mm. Uh, interesting, and that's where I just have the courage of like, "All right." This is what's showing up and let's dive in. And so, you know, now we've even, we even had something recently happen where she was asking for something similar. And then she realized like, wait a second, I'm just looking for more connection to myself. Mm. So she was placing demands on me so that I could show up a certain way. So she could feel a certain way, which yes, there's, that is a thing. And then there's also the inner dynamic. And it's like, we always want to go to the inner first and go, am I there internally And then can, and then are they showing up in that way? Mm. Not wait, I don't feel connected. Wait, can you connect to me? Yeah. You right, and so um, it's a both end conversation. It's every situation so nuanced and different. With that, it's hard to throw like blanket statements out there about yeah, nuanced thing. But hopefully, that was helpful.
0: It was, and I think um, and it's a really empower powerful point to make because like it's true oftentimes we ignore our own inner stuff not intentionally Mm. all the time but we think that something out there is going to fill some kind of void or thing and really it's the inner work same thing goes in your business too you think the clients and money are going to fill some void and then you reach the next milestone and thing and you realize oh shit (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. actually not about that that amplifies who i am it can and also like i need to work on that that feeling on the inside. And so I love that you said that because you, you you take responsibility for your own inner world and that's power. Taking responsibility for your own self is being in your personal power.
1: Yep. And then the fun part is if you take responsibility, go there in words first, you may not even have to ask them quantum physically things change Mm -hmm. and they might start showing up that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, you can actually see that you, you, And your inner process is like the joystick for directing things Mm -hmm. and um, just going there and internally is really supportive. And again, when both people are doing that, it's fucking magic.
0: Yeah. And when things do shift on the external and they do things that you really love and enjoy, you can also point that out and say, I love when you do this. I love when you do that. It makes me feel so special when you do things like this. And it's like positive reinforcement.
1: On the on that, you know, going back to the stereotypical man not being vulnerable and women is asking for it when he barely does something right. Like I'm talking, it was a sliver of something. You need to celebrate the fuck out of it. Not that wasn't enough. You're not doing it right. Like da da da. Because then he's gonna shut down even more. You're then not a safe space for him to be vulnerable. Mm. Can you? create the space of, Hey, here's my request. And I'm going to be with you in your process. I can see your inner child struggling with this. So you don't have to say this to him, but internally, like see him as a scared little boy that's freaking out or his wounds, are coming up. Like you're dealing with that. And so if you can see him as a five-year-old struggling with it, give him some patience. You wouldn't say to a five-year, like, talk to a five-year-old, like demanding things it, that creates more disconnect, right? Can you be patient and can you like allow them to learn new things and celebrate the efforts? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a huge one. Celebrate all the little things of like, wow, that really made me feel so loved. Wow. When you did that, you know, that made me feel like so close to you and just expressing that will reinforce the behavior. Cause it's like, wait, a- oh, Really cool. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. do that more of the time. You know, I I thought I was like, yeah, it's it's known, but you don't ever want to like take it for granted. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, they know I love them. Well, like shower it with on them. Like tell them constantly. Um, Never want to assume that. And when you do that, it's like it it just amplifies the feeling, and the feeling's there. And then when things. Mm do go awry, or there is a rupture in the relationship, an argument or whatever, a disagreement, your uh, your um, tank of your bank account, I guess we could say, of how much compliments there have been, is it so in the positive that when you take a withdrawal or there's a, dis- a disagreement or the misalignment or something, you're still in the positive, in the bank account. But if you're not depositing good stuff in and then all of a sudden it, you're in the negative like that's really where it becomes a problem and the person then feels like it's not a match i don't feel safe with you yada yada because you haven't been depositing compliments
0: mm. what if just out of curiosity like what if they're not doing that for you like how, how do you how do you help people um, or what do you say, like when people to express their desires and needs, even though they're doing, they do say they're doing the inner work, they're taking responsibility, they're at it. And then they mm. still would desire certain things from someone that they're in a connection, partnership, whatever with.
1: Um, I gave this to what I got to say about that. And there was this one client a few years ago, said, said something similar. She's like, I'm the only one doing the work and he's not showing up and blah, blah, blah. Um, I took her on as a client because she was a friend of mine and I knew them both. And I said, look, for two weeks, I don't want you to complain about anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just want you to shower this man with love and remember who the fuck you fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And At the end of the two weeks, guess what? It was completely <laughs> fucking different. And he was showing up for her and all this stuff because she – she, she was she changed the pattern the pattern was mm-hmm. you're not showing up for me no you're not showing up for me mm-hmm. I uh, you need to hear me no you need to hear me instead of somebody stopping and going wait a second I'm gonna change the game that we're playing I'm going to love you I'm going to hear you I'm going to kind of shelf my needs for a second mm-hmm. so that we can create some equilibrium here and um you know again by the end of the two two weeks it was completely different and few like a year later she texted me and said they had a kid and like
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome <laughs>
1: yeah so like things can really shift and change just give it give it a season
0: mm-hmm.
1: and see what happens but really give it your heart to it like yeah go all the way in showering them with love and not like just change the pattern of how you're showing up because it yeah. is important right? yes you have needs i like, get it But are you just placing demands on somebody Mm -hmm. to meet your needs when you're not being a grown adult also and meeting theirs? Like, Mm -hmm. how are you showing up and just reflect on that? Um, Because we live in a society that's like, you know, I need this. So then it's instant and it happens. And that works in other areas of life. But in a relationship, you also need to give. Mm -hmm. It's not just about getting your needs met. Yeah. Are you meeting theirs? And that's just a good like clock where that's at you know
0: yeah and i i love how this really all goes back to like just being in your heart and unconditional love and it's it's kind of feels like this um unattached energy of like, like i'm just gonna love this person and i'm gonna love myself and mm-hmm. you know show up in that energy
1: see it as a gift like them in your life is a gift for you to love them it amplifies your love mm-hmm. and just Like shower them with that and yeah, make your requests known and have it be a conversation and and talk about how you really feel on things, but don't pull back on how much love you're giving just because they're not showing up in a certain way. Like that is a recipe for a a trading and bartering system. Mm -hmm. And it's not really unconditional love that's Mm -hmm. I'm doing this for you. So then you do this for me. And if you do this for me, then I'll do this for you. There could be a level of that. On a you know, like um like day-to-day load the dishes and shit. But like when mm. it comes to real love and pouring love into that human, like are you gonna regret not giving it your all? Mm. That's the question that only you can answer. But I really feel like at the end of our lives, the only thing that matters is how much we loved and how much we let love in. Mm. And there's so many mediocre things in life, and love shouldn't be one of them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, yeah. And I'm not perfect at this shit. Like my girlfriend and I were joking around like, yeah, I'm a relationship coach and I've been a shitty boyfriend sometimes, but it's shown me my stuff to work on. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it's who I'm growing into and and how I'm shifting and changing. And it opens my heart even more. And it's because of her in my life that I've been able to do that. And so many people get caught up in trying to do the self healing method. And they're like, okay, I'm going to sit in my room and journal or I'm going to do these plant medicine ceremonies, or I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to work on myself to be healed quote unquote. <laughs> and then I'm going to meet my person. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you might have, have, have no triggers around you, but then guess what? When you introduce the most triggering thing that can happen into <laughs> relationship, it's going to bring up even more stuff. And so just, yeah, see it for the, the, dojo that it is the teacher that it is
0: yeah and everyone's really a mirror too yeah so
1: yeah definitely
0: so you have a retreat coming up that you are doing soon you're helping people through a lot of this stuff do you want to share a little bit about that i mean you've been doing this stuff for a hot minute I and mean, you used to do events and things is this how is this retreat unique and different from stuff that you've done before uh, yeah, or our next level
1: yeah. So hmm. I've it's called Liberate Love. It's in Austin, Texas, April 14th, 15th, 16th of 2023. I'm really excited about it. This is my first event in 3 years cuz I had a near death experience 3 years ago. We wow. might have talked about that we on the podcast. Yeah. So for those of you who are curious about that, I'm going to let you go listen to the other podcast.
0: Yeah, I'll link but, it in the show um, notes. <laughs>
1: yeah. I I took a step back. I worked on me. I I stopped a lot of things. I I really went internal with my life and I stopped showing up and and kind of regrettably just stopped all momentum with work because my relationship with how I was working hmm. wasn't sustainable. It just wasn't it. And so um, I really shifted a lot of my come from, I integrated a bunch. I also healed my gut from that injury and um, I'm excited to facilitate again. Uh, this will be my eighth event and I used to do day, one day long intensives. Um, it was called unlock love and this is a three day retreat. So we're going to go much deeper and it's just the evolved version of that because I'm a different person mm-hmm. changed my come from in it, but I've also now trauma informed. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be doing a lot of uh, somatic embodiment practices as it relates to shadow integration within relationships. So wow. it's going to, it's going to be really powerful. And the experience that I have for us is one where You will clear your nervous system of any fears, insecurities, triggers, traumas, relationally in the past Mm -hmm. that get in the way of intimacy in your life now and create safety in your nervous system uh, and from like actually integrate it when it comes to intimacy Mm. with yourself and other people and intimate relationship. I've got um, some awesome co-facilitators that are showing up. Um, as well to support with that, a couple who's been together for 30 years and they are nice, um their relationship coaches to some of the most elite coaches in the industry. So it's Sweet. they're like the coaches to the coaches type of thing, and they're fucking awesome. I love them to death, but they're gonna be there also, um, sharing relationship wisdom and guiding through processes and everything. So it's gonna be really powerful. Uh, but we're already halfway sold out. So nice. by the time somebody's listening to this check it out. It's um, I'm sure you'll link it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. You can also go to heart, the heart guy on Instagram and look at the link in my bio. It'll be there too.
0: Yeah. I'll leave the link in the show notes too. And I think that it's so powerful what you're doing and focusing on because um, so many of us have had past experiences that have left us feeling unsafe and disconnected from Mm -hmm. ourselves. And it really does take a toll on the the level to which you're able to connect deeply with someone and i feel mm. like that's what we all want is to really yeah. really deeply deeply connect with the people that we love in relationship and really be seen heard feel safe and we have to do that for ourselves first and so i just love that you're incorporating the deep shadow work and somatics and stuff mm. like that to for people to be able to really create that within themselves and have Thank it pour you. into their relationships
1: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's really what's to me matters most in life. It's just an honor to be able to support people in that.
0: So good. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this and for coming on the podcast again. Do you have any last words of wisdom or love that you would like to share?
1: Yeah, just have like what got you here won't get you there. I know you're a super successful. You're on your grind. You're doing your thing. You're leaving an impact. Um, and don't forget to give some of that to you too. Mm. Have the courage to go inwards and, I'll, and to heal whatever needs to be healed so you can allow somebody to love you. Because the biggest difference is love isn't something you achieve. It's something you allow. Mm. Can you get out of the way and allow it to happen?
0: Mm. Love it. Perfect words. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Kevin